tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, you don't need a standalone Joker film because you got four of your favorite jokesters right here. It's Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where we talk about pop and geek culture stuff. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. And I'm Samantha. <laughs> your most favorite jokester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over. A surprising amount of Batman-based <laughs> news, yeah. as it turns out. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Can we get like a trickster film that's directed by Tommy Wiseau? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Is that a thing we can have? We yeah, why not? At this point, let's let's do it. Hey, Mark Hamill can voice him too. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau can just do his Joker, but the trickster. Yeah, all that video was great. That's probably the only <laughs> good thing that's come out of the nerdist lately yeah. in yeah, like that, many that, years. That one is weird. Mm-hmm. I'd watch a Joker movie if it was Tommy Wiseau. I was, oh, yeah. I was convinced by his his portrayal of the Joker. Oh, he's a, yeah, that Tommy Wiseau's a laughing madman? Yes, <laughs> I was convinced too. Harley, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> and let Harmony Corrin direct it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, is anyone else here really excited to see Beach Bum? Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, that's something we could do today. After the- I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's it's Matthew McConaughey basically playing real life. You should pull real the poster. Life. Matthew Let's, McConaughey, yeah. Just you- don't explain anything. Just show him the poster. Okay. Did you see Spring Breakers? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> That'd be a good base point to go off of if you have not seen Spring Breakers, which is a very good movie if what? you like being uncomfortable during a film. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is Matthew McConaughey, and also Snoop Dogg, and also is that Lawrence Fishburne? That's no, that's that's Martin Lawrence. Oh, that's the Black Knight. <laughs> Martin himself. Lawrence and Zac Efron wearing some sort of headband some, and vaping. Some yeah, some sort of yeah. I saw Snoop Dogg, and for some reason, I thought it was the Crystal Skull Alien. Also, I guess Jimmy Buffett's in this movie. <laughs> oh, we'd well, have to be. It's called the Beach Bum. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Anyway, yeah, take that anyway, in. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's, a mo- there's a movie none of us have seen. Let's talk about a movie that we saw recently. Uh, we went and saw Us. Yeah, how was Us? Samantha and I did. What did you think of Us? It was very good. Yeah, it was super great, super creepy. It manages to be a highbrow horror film and a lowbrow horror film at the same time. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, it was just so good. Like, I don't want to spoil it because there's a lot that you could spoil. Mm-hmm. Like, just talking too much about the premise, I think, oh, spoils yeah. it. You should co- go into this knowing as little as possible. Mm-hmm. It's it's brilliant in the way that it'll show you an image or something and then recall that again later in a different context. That's just really smart writing. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah, it's full of smart writing <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Jordan Peele is a, is a genius. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't watched the uh, Get Out. You should. It's very good. I liked Us better, though. I'd have to say. Us has a more Buckwild plot line. (laughs) Get Out is on a more local... Oh, I don't want to say it. Never mind. I was getting close to a spoiler. (laughs) I don't want to... I seriously don't spoil this movie. Just go see it. (laughs) It's just creepy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say it's super scary or anything. 
Would you say it's kind of more maybe a suspense film? Yeah, well, it's more of a thinker, too. You can go out of it, come out of it thinking that wasn't that scary, and then later you're thinking about it, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, 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 I like those kind of horror films. I think that's why I like a lot of 70s horror films, because a lot of them more, like, mess with your head kind this of This is things. definitely one of those, and you'll be thinking about it well after it's oh, done. Yeah. Like, why did this happen? Oh, I guess it was because of this, and, like, making all the connections. Because mm-hmm. they want you to put it together. Yeah. And there's just some parts of it that they, you can't answer. Mm-hmm. There's no answer to. <laughs> Which is like, I don't, it's frustrating. <laughs> is it? Yeah. But that's the point. I think it's, its message isn't as, as clear as Get Out's was. Get Out was pretty on the nose, I think. Mm-hmm. This one, it's, it's a little more veiled. You gotta think about it a little bit more. But I, it, it was so good. Like, definitely go see it. So it has your... Seal of approval. Yes. <laughs> Buy the shirt. Because <laughs> it's art, art, art. Yeah, it's very good art, art, art. Thank yeah. you. That, that was good. I like that. I like that. You can, yeah. you can put that in the description of the shirt. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Add that to the description of the shirt. But if we're going to keep talking about Jordan Peele and how great he is, uh, we also watched both available episodes of The Twilight Zone. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, the first of which you can watch on YouTube. For free. For free. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. And you should, because it is also very good, although the first one is pretty predictable, mm. although it's not like Twilight Zone isn't ever predictable. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it definitely captures the feel of the original show while also being an updated Kind of fresh thing. Yeah, good. fresh. That's what it needed to be. Yeah. And, not, and not just a, a remake. Yeah. Now, is the first episode the one that's free online? Is that the one with uh, Kumail Nanjiani? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I've, I've seen still images from that a little bit here and there. So I kind of figured that was the one. The only issue I really had with it was it's hard for me to accept Kumail as a not likable character. Yeah. Like, he's kind of supposed to be a jerk in this and, like, I'm just like, but that's not Kumail. <laughs> but that's my that's my own fault, I guess, for kind of following his career for a while. Like mm-hmm. I used to listen to his podcasts he did with his wife back, his video game podcast. So mm-hmm. like, it's it's hard to get that out of my head and just take that he's like supposed to be this jerk comedian. It would be like <laughs> them putting Jonah Ray, yeah, kind of because kind of the same kind of like oh, he's just a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> now if they would have cast, oh, what's his name, Nerdist. Hardwick. Oh, Hardwick? Oh, that would have been almost too yeah. on the nose. Right. Yeah. Like, actually <laughs> almost wish they would have because it's just, it's exactly the trajectory, like, without spoiling it too much. Like, Oh, okay. It's, I guess we can give the premise. He's yeah, a, give the premise, sure. He's a comedian that sucks at first, which mm-hmm. is also hard to believe that Kumail ever sucked. But <laughs> yeah. But he's a comedian that sucks because his act is too political and nobody wants to hear his political jokes. So he kind of sells out and starts making more relatable jokes. But every time he jokes about something that, or a person, am I getting too spoilery? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You're just not winning today. No. Okay. Let's see, do we have anything else to check out? Anything that you can't actually talk about? Because <laughs> so far we've had two things that were like, hey, did a thing. This is good. This it... is good, but we can't talk about it. Well, the second episode was also very good. It's got Adam Scott in it. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. 
and he I you can give away the premise of this one without giving out away the whole thing. He mm-hmm. gets on a plane and finds an MP3 player with a podcast that is a true crime podcast about the plane he's on disappearing. Spooky haunted podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really, really good. Yeah. I like that better than the first one. Okay, yeah, cool. Me too. And it goes places you don't think it's going to. Like it gets really buck wild at the end. <laughs> I thought cool. you were going to tell me he saw a gremlin on the wing. It's kind of based on that. It's like a, a take on that, but without any monsters. See, that's mm. what I've heard a lot of this season's Twilight Zone episodes are going to be. They're like kind of based on original ones, but they're kind of updating and twisting them and making them their own thing, but kind of based on the uh, like some original stuff. Yeah, and the other, the comedian one is apparently based on another episode, yeah, but that's it's what not, I, not that's one what I've seen. Yeah, Jordan Peele does the Rod Serling bit. Oh, it, I'm sure he and does. And he does it very oh, well. I love it. I'm sure he does. I mean, I kind of got that from his from the two uh, trailer spots they had, like for the Super Bowl and then the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he very much calls back to Serling without mimicking him and makes it his own thing. Mm. It's very good. Kind of a more of a an homage and not so much a impression. Yeah, exactly. Cool. It's exactly what a new Twilight Zone show should be, and everybody should. Watch it, and it's a horrible shame that you have to have that stupid CBS app. (laughs) How dare you? I know. I'm still mad about it. I'm still mad about Star Trek Discovery, which is also a good show that's locked behind this stupid app. Oh, yeah. And that's the only two shows anybody would ever want to watch on it. You mean you don't want to watch 50 hours of Big Bang Theory? No, or Young Sheldon. Yeah. (laughs) No. No, I absolutely do not. <laughs> oh, what if they do another series called Old Sheldon, where it's like set in the future? <laughs> you where he's just a brain in a tube? No, no just not that elder, old. Just, elder, just elderly no, Sheldon. No, I'm saying that that would be the way he would go. He would <laughs> I mean, forsake that, I mean, his that is hum- the character trajectory. Sure. Yes, he would forsake his human body because it's weak <laughs> and be a brain in a jar. But you're talking about... I'm just talking about elderly octogenarian yeah. Sheldon. And they're all like scooting around in a old folks home. Mm-hmm. Do you rem- remember the time that the Hulk fought the Thor? Fought Thor, yeah. <laughs> and then, the, and then the, uh, the studio audience laughs for two hours. <laughs> it's a laugh track. Yeah. But anyway. Have you talked about uh, Yoshi's Crafted World? I have not talked about Yoshi's Crafted World. You've I feel that a lot. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm dominating the uh, check it out. It's fine. I haven't done a lot. Okay, it's good. <laughs> good. It is, it's very cute. The art style is very nice. Everything is within that crafted theme, and everything looks phenomenal. Like it looks like cardboard and. Glue. Glue and tape and glitter, and there's even like googly eyes on some of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Plays like you would expect a Yoshi game to play. It is very easy. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got at least 10 hit points. Well, he's really? like a dinosaur, and all he's up against is crafts. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. It's cool how you can throw eggs into the foreground and background. Oh, that's cool. Um, and and there's parts where you walk into the foreground and background, so it's not exclusively two-dimensional platforming. Okay. So it's kind of like, God, what was that Mario game where you could flip stuff? Oh, you think it's Super Paper Mario? Virtual Boy Wario no. Land? No, 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 no. <laughs> I want to say it was on the on the Wii, maybe? Well, see, I'm thinking of that one yeah, level think- of Sonic Mania, where Sonic goes into the foreground and background. 
near the end of the game. Yeah, it's it's not like that. It's literally there's paths you can walk back and oh, walk okay. forward. All right, on. cool. That's oh, a little okay. Better. A, little, a little different. Cool. Yeah, it's because that gimmick's been done. It's like Mutant Muds does that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. And Virtual Boy Warrior Land. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can you walk forward and backwards onto the paths, so it's not a strictly two dimensional affair. This caught me as weird. You don't have to push down to make egg. Oh, you don't. No, he just <laughs> immediately makes egg after you eat a shy or eat something that can make egg. That can make egg. <laughs> Press down to make egg. To make egg, you don't have to push down to make egg. <laughs> this is really weird how you word it. <laughs> The soundtrack's kind of disappointing, unfortunately. I, Woolly World had a very nice soundtrack that I would often listen to while I was working just because it was inoffensive and calming. Mm-hmm. This one is just like variations on the same song over and over Oh, really? Again. Oh, bummer. It's, it's easily the most disappointing part of the entire game. Yeah. There's weird dialogue choices in every cutscene. Yeah. I mean, it's not all... Like, something will happen and it'll be like, Yoshi, do you want to do this or this? And I don't know if it has an effect on anything what you choose, but just say no constantly. Yeah, it gives you a false sense of control. Well, there's one boss where there, there's a big party ball in the air, mm-hmm. and uh, Baby Bowser is like, "I'm gonna get something to break it open. I'll be right back." And then Yoshi walks into the scene and is like, "Do you want to break this now, or you want to wait and let Baby Bowser do it?" I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, "Yeah," and I I did both options. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, it turned out the same, the either, same way. either way. Either way, you're fighting a piranha plant monster. Oh, uh, okay. But, so it's like... But just... does it have an effect on the very end? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. I mean, it's a Yoshi game. But it was just weird to yeah. even be given an option like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like turning into Detroit Yoshi's Island. <laughs> Detroit become Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. Nailed it. <laughs> some of the levels feel too long also they, they go on for a little while but i mean it's a solid game it's worth getting if you like yoshi games cool yeah i don't typically go for the yoshi games but it looks like a lot of fun yeah i would say it's not <clears throat> as good as woolly world was but it's up there but anyway <laughs> i've been talking enough okay yeah, sh- yeah shut up some- <laughs> somebody else go okay so i i just have one thing i went back and started re-watching the orville do you remember hey, the Orville? Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we watching watching it. it the other that's, day. that's really good. Yeah. It's uh I think that show uh, really was not marketed correctly when it was first coming first out. First on air. It was like marketed as like the joke joke fart him up family guy. Space family guy. Space family yeah. guy. And that's not it. It's just Star Trek next gen. Sometimes it's more Star Trek than Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. It's Seth Trek. Yeah. <laughs> like the the episodes with uh the Worf analog and, Bordis. yeah and and their their kid that whole episode is like actually there's not a lot of jokes in that one and it's really good i keep meaning to go back and watch it oh well, yeah they'll have like legitimate sci-fi plots mm-hmm. like we watched one the other day where they go to they have first contact with a new planet mm-hmm. and discover that their entire law system is based on astrology and i'm like this is like literally this a is, star trek plot yeah <laughs> the orville is like Next gen, if Riker and Deanna Troy were a divorced couple. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little too far into their divorce problem. Every once in a while. Lately, it seems like they're backing away from it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) You know, they could have dropped the the plot line after the episode where they end up in the space zoo. 
because they yeah. seem to kind of work through most of it in that episode. Yeah, no, I really, really enjoy it. You know, Seth MacFarlane's really good. The whole cast is great. Seth MacFarlane is always good when he gives a crap about mm-hmm. what he's doing. Yeah. And he obviously, this is his Star Trek this fan is fiction his... show. He, he's into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I like the, um, oh, what's her name? The first mate, the one, the super strong kid. Oh, yeah. Alien. What's, oh, her, what's her name? Yeah, I, 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 I forget. I haven't watched it enough to commit like all their names to memory, but I like I like her a lot. And I and I like the uh, the two helmsmen. They're back and forth because they could have gone really they could have gone for the easy joke of, you know, one's a drunk white guy and one's kind of a sassy black guy. <laughs> and they could have like been locking horns and arguing back and forth. But no, they're just two two buds flying a spaceship. <laughs> and that's pretty great. It's a super solid show. It's really it's, solid. Um, if you've ever liked a Star Trek, mm-hmm. give still, it a shot. Yeah. yeah, I still remember when it was first coming out, and I thought it was, and I thought it was the uh, the Galaxy Quest series. You know <laughs> what? In another universe, it would have been. Yeah, it basically it might as well be. Yeah. I mean, the uniforms themselves look very Galaxy Questy. Yeah, I would not. I mean, be the surprised. Orville itself looks kind of like the the Protector. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point. In the creation process, it was a Galaxy Quest type or a Galaxy Quest spinoff show. show. Yeah, yeah. I also like how he's got Kermit the Frog on his desk. Yes, that was that's a very good little mod. Sure, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of like little stuff thrown in all over the place. It's it's just a great show. It's on Hulu. Go check it out. Uh, There's two seasons of it. Are they doing more of them? I think so. I think it already got renewed for a third. Good, good. I'm glad. Glad to see Fox investing in like a quality show. Yeah, even for a it, change. Yeah, even if it isn't doing gangbuster ratings, which I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. But it must be. It doing is very. Enough. It is very niche. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it must do enough that they keep it around. Like, or they're they're they, keeping it around to keep Seth MacFarlane happy, so yeah. that they can have the next development deal from him or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's given all the you know the, these are for you shows. This yeah. is for him show. <laughs> I guess. Plus, it also helps the fact that, you know, CBS locked Star Trek behind the stupid app. Yeah. 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 yeah this definitely is... the, the outlet for Star Trek fans who don't have that. Oh, I've definitely heard some people say that the Orville is more Star Trek than Discovery. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've only watched a couple episodes of Discovery, but I would agree. Yeah. I've heard that, too. I did something super awful and cringy yesterday. Great. Can't oh, wait no. to hear it. Yeah. I watched the B movie. Why would you do such a thing? I've never actually seen the whole movie. It's not that bad. I don't think I have. It was awful. What do you mean it's not that bad? It was, it was that terrible. Bad. It was a long time ago when I watched it. It, it is, it is it was absolutely just awful. I couldn't tell you anything about it. Okay, I don't so, remember anything about it. Yeah, but. Josh, okay. I'm going to ask you, what is the deal with the B-movie? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a nice lead up. So B-movie is this really awfully animated and even worse voice acted CGI film from So did you like it? 2009 Movie of the Year, 10 out of 10. Yeah, it won best animated that year, I'm sure. <laughs> Starring Jerry Seinfeld. It's like the story of Jerry Seinfeld B wants to make it with a human, right? Uh, kind of he falls in love with a lady. It's a kind of lady. it's kind of a B plot. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. I didn't even attend that. Oh, oh, God. Okay, Josh, let's keep talking. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just awful. It's like from that dark age of like computer animation where they couldn't make people look like people. You mean <laughs> anything up to about two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but oh, it's so bad. Okay, so why is it so bad? Yeah, it's just 
Well, every every voice actor in it is terrible, except for Patrick Warburton. <laughs> well, yeah, he can't do wrong. It's Patrick Warburton. <laughs> mm-hmm. Though he's like a screamy jock guy, so he's basically Joe from Family. <laughs> Peter! <laughs> I wish I could do that. I, I can't do that. But Peter. I yeah. <laughs> so the movie is basically about a bee. Buzz Buzz Bee. Barry. Barry B. Bostwick, I believe. Believe? I believe that's his name. Anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, it. yeah. Um, Seinfeld maybe, B. Wait, yes. Maybe his name isn't Barry Bostwick. No, it's, that's... no, it, it's Barry. Um... Because that's the guy from yeah. Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah. I don't think his name is Barry Bostwick it's now. Very, that, it's very close now to that, that I think though. about it. It's very close to that, though. <laughs> Barry it Bunsen? Barry B. 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 Okay, we're getting hung up on this. Yeah. We've got uh, to he... power through. Yes, he. <laughs> Barry B. Bostwick. <laughs> Why not? Barry B. Bostones. Um,. He's mighty, 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 mighty Boston. Yes, <laughs> continue. Come on. He is not happy with his lot in life, or like his going to be lot in life. You know, he doesn't want to do the same job for the rest of his life as a bee. Okay. And everything in the hive is all about honey production. Yeah. And it's got like this super crazy, like almost like Dr. Seuss, Willy Wonka s honey factory inside. But he somehow kind of worms his way into being able to fly out of the hive with the with the pollen jocks. The guys actually get to go collect the nectar and everything from the flowers and discovers the outside world or whatever and kind of falls for a human lady, but it's more like she saved his life from getting squished. They really tiptoe around it because it's weird. It yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is weird. And then he finds and then he finds out about how Humans have been packaging and selling honey, and he like sues the human race. They go to court. Yeah, they go to they court. Literally, where John Goodman go is the voice of a extremely southern lawyer. Now I'm just a simple. <laughs> pretty much, like he's seriously. It's pretty much that like that type of character. <laughs> but yeah, this is a children's animated DreamWorks film about bees suing humanity. <laughs> yeah, and then it turns into an environmental film because after all the. The, the bees win their case and humans can't collect honey anymore. All the bees have so much honey, they just stop working. And then all the plants start dying because they're, they're not getting pollinated. And then they so... solve all those problems. And then at one point, all the bees lift a jet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? It was bad. <laughs> I'm like... Like you talk about how this is like a kids' film. There's a point during the court proceedings where John Goodman's character has Jerry Seinfeld's B character on the stand, and he's asking about his relationship with Renee Zellweger's character, Veronica. And he's like, "So what's your relationship? Like, we're, we're friends. We're real good friends." And he like gets real close and goes, "Are you her little bed bug?" And I was like, "I'm like really, <laughs> wow. This this is a bad movie. It's a <laughs> terrible movie." And I think I just watched it because I hate myself. <laughs> like, ugh. Like, I felt awful about it. Like, I like bees. That movie's terrible. <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just everything in the movies is weird and stupid and, ugh. I don't know why. Other than that, I watched Aquaman. Oh, okay. What'd you think? Eh, it was fishy. <laughs> there was a lot going on in that movie, and I don't think they even know where they wanted to go with it. 
There's but it's, like, it's just dumb fun, though. It is dumb fun, and I, I applaud them for comic-accurate costumes. Yes. Yeah, I never thought I'd see a comic-accurate Ocean Master. And like, yeah, when he put the helmet on, I was like, okay. We're, we're doing the dumb helmet. Yeah. 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 And then, like, Black Mana's giant head. Yeah. With his red, giant red laser eyes. Yeah. And, that's why it kind of th- this movie kind of sticks out like a sore thumb against the other DC universe movies because yeah. it's like you have you know Wonder Woman, which is you know it's a great movie, but it's kind of serious, and you have Batman versus Superman and all those, yeah, all those, all that Man garbage. Of Steel, then that's garbage. But then you have Aquaman, that's just like this is stupid, right? Yeah. We're just yeah. Jason Momoa, every scene is like, hey, this is this thing we're doing is dumb. <laughs> I'm just going to make all the jokes I can because this is dumb. He does, but also he like... It works. He doesn't have a lot... There are like a lot of points in the movie where his his line delivery is very flat. Sure. Especially like his ending monologue of the film. Yeah, well, yeah. When you give Jason Momoa anything serious to do, he kind of falters. His He's he's best when he's just playing... Bro. Big, dumb, aqua bro. See, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why he's a better supporting character yes than he is, have a whole movie about him yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a, a, there's like so many like you there's not even like an a plot b plot kind of thing it's like they just threw a bunch of sticks in the air and wrote i mean we already talked enough about b plots ah uh, ah uh, i don't know it's just it was just weird i can't even tell if i hated it or not or or that i liked it it's just weird oh i know i liked it well, yeah, you like Aquaman. It, well, I like... I'm not as attached to the character I like dumb... Even if I wasn't attached to Aquaman as a character, I would have enjoyed the movie because it's it's just dumb fun. It is dumb fun. It's and not it, taking itself seriously. Yeah. And I did And I did enjoy the fact that it wasn't like this dour, you know, sad mm-hmm. fest all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the upcoming Spawn film. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be fun for no one. You will be punished. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that that's his exact quote, that this movie will be fun for now. Yep. <laughs> and you're supposed to get excited about that, I guess. Uh, Woo, we're going to have a bad time. <laughs> Man, I miss I miss being excited for the edginess of the 90s. <laughs> hey, I hate to cut you off. No, that's fine. But we're actually at time for the break, so let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things. Things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us. Things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash Nerd Overload now. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 122 West Rensselaer Street in downtown Bucyrus, 567-806-5364, 
and online at subcultureoh.com. Some people call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompatists of love. People talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong Well don't you worry baby, don't worry Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner I play my music in the sun I'm a joker I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker I get my loving on the run That was the Joker by the Steve Miller Band. That, that's how we're coming back? We just did. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Why do we play that song, Cody? Uh, because we've got more than one news item involving uh, Batman's character, the Joker. Yeah. Let's, get, let's jump into all that sweet Joker news. Clown boy excitement. More, more grease paint than you can shake a stick at. Oh, boy. Okay, so the first thing up is there was a trailer for the Martin Scorsese-produced standalone Joker 
origin movie with Joaquin Phoenix. With Joaquin Phoenix. I <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this yeah, trailer. Like it, it looks like a good movie, but I don't know. Like not a good Joker movie. That's, yeah. You know, that's the exact thought I had. It's like I think it's it's very Oscar baity. Yeah. It's, it seems like it hits all the all the marks for that. I think it's going to be a good movie, but like the story almost seems like it would be stronger if it were an original, a wholly original story and not like, yeah. Hey, Gotham city. It's the Joker. Kinda no Batman that we know of. Yeah. Yeah, It looks like it wants to take place in the seventies, but doesn't like seventies or eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like early eighties. So the Jack Nicholson Joker. Kinda (laughs) like it it looks, it looks like when New York was like a real pit, like in the late seventies, early Mm eighties. Wait, you mean it's still not? No, like (laughs) Times Square is like a theme park for tourists now type of thing. Yeah. (laughs) So the the trailer looks like the movie is going to be about Mucking Phoenix as a character who is like a poor like party clown man or something. Or like a a sign spinner, which is not a a job that really existed in the 80s. Not really. (laughs) But it also looks like he has moments where he's also like an amateur stand-up comedian. Something like that, yeah. And he ends up getting into life of crime and kind of spirals out because of that. Or just being constantly beat down, maybe? Mommy issues. Yeah, Yeah. there's there's some mom issues there, sure. Um, It's it's weird. (laughs) It's weird. I don't know how else to describe it. And I really hate his sad clown makeup. Yeah. Oh, the makeup's the worst part. Yeah. Well, it looks like it could either be a really good, like, cerebral film or a really fight clubby edgelord mm-hmm. kind of bait. You see, I think, again, I think this movie would be, yeah, it does look a lot like that. I think this movie could benefit from going the extra step that, like, uh, a Brightburn went, where Brightburn is... It's basically Superboy, but murderer, but there's no attachment to, there's homages or allusions to the Superman mythos, but not like anything outwardly stated. If they would have been like the the jokesman or yeah. <laughs> laughing boy, the laughing. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, the man who laughs. The man who laughs. Yeah. Well, the Joker is based off of the man, the who, man who laughs. Yeah. And if they would have done something. If not that, then something similar that's not exactly the Joker, not set in Gotham City. I mean, the fact that you just see him, you see him walk into a building that's marked Arkham State. Ar- Arkham Prison. Or, no, uh, it was Arkham Hospital. Gar- yeah. Arkham Hospital, so yeah. Because yeah. he was visiting his mom. Yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes, and I'll see it in the theaters. It's not going to be a great time. <laughs> Who knows? It might be. It yeah. Is, I don't know. I just hope the post-credit like thing isn't like then the Batman shows up and you get '80s Batman. I don't want that. I mean, it probably will be. It probably oh, yeah, will be, but I don't want be. it. I I don't. <laughs> it's 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 a very I don't know. I'm very conflicted on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, if you're gonna do like a character piece of an existing character like the Joker from comics, then pick a like a deeper pull so it doesn't affect the other. Like your extended universe, you're trying to do. <laughs> well, they've even said this is has nothing to do with the extended universe. Yeah, which, but you're just confusing which, your yeah. Then why do fan it? Base. True. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Onion article? No. What? It, what was it? The headline was 
new Joker trailer introduces the Joker for the same generation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's about right. (laughs) But like, there's so many characters out there that you could do the same kind of movie with. Oh, absolutely. That is more interesting and not told a million times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, if they, you know, if they wanted to do a... uh, a gangster movie, piece, a gangster piece based on a ba- on a pre-existing Batman character. Penguin, do some yeah. The Penguin, do, just pick a character that has a more defined backstory instead of the Joker, which is like, hey, there is no backstory. I fell into some chemicals one time. Well, also in the con- like canonically in the comics, Joker has stated he doesn't remember he, his past really, and he just lies about he it. He just ha- yeah, he's had like four or five different origin stories over the years because. You know, it's the Joker. You don't need a backstory. He just exists. Like a lot of people talk about, like in the in like in comments I've read and stuff. And and I mean, I kind of agree with it. Joker is not really a character that needs a backstory because he is he is a living force of nature. He's not creepy if you explain it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Although the the killing, the killing joke killing was joke. a pretty good version of that's it. a pretty good version yeah. yeah i mean if you're gonna pick one to go with i like that one yeah well that's that's the one most folks tend to go with when and it doesn't to. even really reveal that much like you still really. don't know who what his name is or yeah. anything he's just a comedian that was set up as a patsy yeah i yeah like i said i'll see this movie and i'll be willing to give it a fair shake but i mean it, de- it definitely doesn't look terrible know. yeah it just, I'm, I don't know. I just, I'm just not sure how I feel about it. I don't have the immediate hate as I did when they revealed the Jared Leto version of the. Joker. Oh no, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, no, I don't hate this. It's fine, but like, it's just gonna walk a fine line for with between telling a good story and being edgy for edgy's sake. I feel like, and I'm, I'm a little concerned. Well, not really concerned, but I just have a feeling that the movie is gonna come out. It's gonna get a lot of praise from non-comic. Because it's which, a which is great, which is it's, fine. Because it's a, a Scorsese film. Because it's a Scorsese film, and this is going to be the first, like, sup, you know, comic-based superhero. They're going to yeah. call it the first su- serious superhero or serious comic-based movie, and it's going to like win some kind of Oscar, like not best picture, but like best lead actor. Joaquin Phoenix is going to get nominated for best lead actor for Joker, and it's going to influence superhero and comic book based movies to start being more like four years to come because of it we're gonna get dark knight trilogies over and over uh again yeah we're gonna get yeah every character is gonna have a dark knight trilogy so kind of like how the nolan the nolan verse affected what we have now from dc yeah i'm just afraid it's gonna try and say something and it's gonna be dumb like the message is gonna be dumb it's like we hey guys we live in a society. Yeah. Like, that's... it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what worries me most. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on from that to other Joker news. <laughs> hey, Josh, you want to you tell me about this? Uh, so, is it Fox? Yeah, it's yeah. Fox. Revealed that for their last two episodes of Gotham, because Gotham's ending, thank goodness. Thank goodness. They're revealing their actual, you know, like, their Joker. And it seems like there's been a pretty big time jump, too. <laughs> I would hope so. It would have to be. Yeah. Because, like, I haven't been fo- really following following Gotham for a long time. They've te- they've been teasing the Joker since the friggin' show came out. Yeah, I know. There's been various <laughs> characters like, is he the Joker? Is he not the Joker? Who is it? We don't know. Yeah. But they've revealed a this is the Joker. And, and the joke's on us, everybody. Yeah. 
He, and he looks nothing like any Joker you've ever seen. Well, he's he, got the white skin, but he's also... Got like three hairs coming out of his yeah, head that are green. He, yeah. He looks like a he looks like a, 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 a white-painted corpse walking yeah. around. Yeah. It looks like they, they propped up some dead old guy and <laughs> painted him white. And then the trailer ends, and you see him getting a batarang through his hand. Oh, whoop-dee. Yeah. yeah. And also the Batarang looks a lot like the ones from the movie, like the new movies. That's, yeah, I did kind of notice that. I'm, I'm a little concerned that that is going to be a thing. I'm just hoping it's this, them being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be we nice. We have this boomer, this Batarang if you guys want to use it in your show. Just might as well. Yeah. Yeah. They should have used the Brave and the Bold style Batarang that has like the reddish orange <laughs> Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like Gotham, as a fan of the franchise, I do, Gotham never sat right with me. Just so many things felt wrong with it. We've been very clear about We've how we felt cl- about Gotham. Yeah, exactly. The show. Yes, we have. <laughs> like characters should not be the ages they are in re- relation to when someone should be Batman. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's just not a good idea for a show to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have been one thing if they were like just doing like a Bullock and Gordon cop drama. But Deal- they- dealing with regular police work in a world where a Batman exists. Yeah. That would be a good show. Like but, a crime procedural. Yeah. But also not only are they having to deal with like regular street thugs and stuff like that, they but do the- have the occasional like street level super villain type or villainish like- type character. And they're constantly having to work around a vigilante who is constantly messing up their due process <laughs> with, outside of the law tactics. Yeah. That would be a good show. And it would have been fine if they never would have shown the Batman or anything. Oh, yeah. Just, He's just a guy that's like, oh, this guy yeah. screwed up our crime scene again, messed up. Yeah. Can't get any prints. Dang but, it. We got to we gotta try harder now. Oh, because he did this. It was illegal, so we have to let them go. We got to let them go and wait till they do something else. That's a good show. The Adventures of Young Jim Gordon and Baby Batman is not a good... It's not. And, and, and Baby Poison Ivy. Until they age her up because they, they want because f- they want to do the poison ivy stuff or the little girl cat you know kitten girl and that's the other thing if they wanted to do a, a fairly realistic Gotham City pre Batman show don't introduce stuff like magic plant science turning a child into an adult for sexy reasons for sexy reasons or the fact yeah. that they revealed Mister Freeze. And Bane. Bane. Yeah. God, that Bane right. looks so it bad. It was very, very bad. It's like if someone took uh, a picture of the Christopher Nolan Bane and said, I could do worse. <laughs> it's like it's like that one guy that did uh, that one um that one dude who does those videos where he does a cosplay on a budget. Yeah. Where he has like <laughs> plastic bags for capes and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well as Bane. Well they they took like the Bane movie costume and and then took a Iron Man toy plastic chest piece and spray painted it silver and put that underneath. Yeah, and then like got a dude who's really small. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Everything is. <sighs> Although I will say the couple of shots that I've seen from these future episodes with the Riddler and the Penguin, they look comic accurate. I'm okay with that. I I think the guy who they got to play Penguin was pretty decent, all things considered. Uh, I think the guy they got to play the Riddler was pretty decent, all things considered. I mean, in the first season, he was okay before he started going all Riddler off the boat. Yeah, going going crazy. Sure. Yeah, where he was just a police 
crime scene forensic. Was? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a Dexter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the he was the Flash. Yeah, he yeah. was the Flash with. Yeah. He kind of was. Yeah, he was <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it's I don't know. It it looks terrible. It's I understand it's been going to this point for a long time now, but it's like. Uh, All right. Okay, so we've been awfully negative so far in this second <laughs> half. So let's pick a positive thing. We got to we got to move on. Supernatural's ending. That's pretty positive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the reign of terror is over. It's okay. They're moving to the con circuit, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. They did. Yeah, that is news that I forgot to write there, down. Yeah. They are ending Supernatural after 532 seasons. Season it's like fifteen. Fifteen? Fifteen. That's that's wild. That's way more than there should be. The ending of season five was fantastic. It it's like but it's like the Buffy complex. Yeah. You didn't need to go past that. Or the office. Yeah. Office did what lasted at least four or five seasons longer than it should yeah, have. Yeah, the office could have ended when Jim and Pam got married. That's I've always said that yeah, is that would have been that the logical conclusion the to that series. Ender. Yeah. The second logical conclusion would have been when Michael left the office. Yep. Yeah. Even that was was pushing it a that little bit. That was pushing too. it, but they could have done it there. <laughs> yeah. We did need all those seasons with Ed Helms. Yeah, and like James Spader's like Robert sne- California sneaking around in the background. Yeah. Although like... we did get two episodes with Idris Elba as the <laughs> as the head of the office, and that was pretty great. And, and the, the farm episode. The farm is episode. Pretty good. I wish that would have spun off to its own show because yeah. it was supposed to be a, it was a backdoor pilot yeah yep. you know and you know guys know what how i much i love backdoor pilots of, of shows yeah 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 but w- when i heard about supernatural i thought maybe it was an early april fool's joke <laughs> yeah because yeah. it just seems like something that was never gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> like i said they're moving to the con circuit they're they're going the whole Stephen amell route you know they can walk that, out of cons with ba- trash bags full of 20s yeah that and maybe they'll make a movie oh yeah they'll probably movie. make a movie Hopefully it's a movie that ends it rather than a movie that tries to start it back up yeah. like like Serenity was. Oh, wow. Everyone w- went to see this movie. I guess we're doing season 16. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're so, doing a Dragon Quest movie in Japan. Sure. And this looks exciting and good. Hopefully we get it in some form, but there's a trailer for it. CG looks fun. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a... In an interpretation of the Toriyama designs in a CG and that's cool environment. Yeah. It looks and, nice. I like the way it looks. Yeah, it's very cute and good. Yeah, I, I imagine it's probably going to get some kind of limited release over here. Like I could see it, like Gateway getting it. Yeah, for a week or two, or the rave for a day, or the rave for a day. Yeah, and it's based on Dragon Quest V, which is my favorite uh, game in the franchise, and definitely has a a long enough story to be a movie. I'm wondering how they're going to do some because there's some choices you make in the game that affect the whole story so it'll be interesting to see what branches they choose. so it's going to canonize one specific yeah like pathway uh, wife basically yeah. or what if they do like the uh the clue movie like when that was in theaters <laughs> and each theater gets a slightly very you know variant of the movie that'd be pretty great i wish more movies did gimmicks like that i yeah. miss i miss movie gimmicks and yeah. not 3d <laughs> yeah, yeah, not three, and, and not like, every movie having an after credit scene. But why not yeah. smell a vision, or maybe drop a skeleton from the ceiling, mm-hmm. or you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, or like those old uh, B movies back from the '60s, where that guy I forget the guy's name, William Castle. He would like there was a movie called like The Chiller or something like that, where he had people sign like uh, life insurance policies saying that if you die of fright during this movie, 
we will give your family a hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> Stupid gimmicks, just stuff like you that. You know, the last gimmick I really remember was for the Blair Witch Project mm. and how hard they pushed it. That it was real? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like there were like documentaries about these kids missing. Oh, sure. The they told the actors that they weren't allowed to make public appearances yeah. at all. You know, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like that, was that the Tingler that had seats that would shock you? The Tingler had seats yeah. that would shock you. Yeah. That was another Will- William Castle film. Why? I mean, if we're going to be pushing 3D all the time, why not do other weird stuff? Go to the whole 4D thing, like in Disney World. You know, that uh, the, one of my favorite things is the the Muppet theater like it's like a it's like a 3d screen but like they shoot like puffs of air on the back of your leg if there's like rats running through the the auditorium and like mist of water spraying at you and stuff like that dumb stuff or like that that extraterrestrial ride that disney had that was terrifying they did that (laughs) yeah uh the only 4d thing i ever watched was it was at cedar point and it was a it was a pirate movie of course it had uh (laughs) leslie nielsen in it (laughs) As like the pirate captain. Okay, you have my attention. Yes. Uh, and they did weird things throughout the movie, like seagulls flying over and they would poop on the characters. I saw that. They would poop on characters in the movie and then like big heavy water droplets uh-huh. would fall from the ceiling. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was part with bees and like your seat would start uh-huh. sha- like shaking. Yeah, I don't remember I, this I at all. That. I don't think I ever, I ever did that. Yeah, it was like near, it was kind of nearish to the front of the... Do you remember the pirate ride that Cedar Point had? Yeah, that's what it was connect- connected to. It was to. connected to that pirate ride. That pirate saw, ride ruled. I think I saw that movie at SeaWorld. Oh, that was like my favorite ride at Cedar Point. It might Point have been at like SeaWorld or Six Flags when I, I it watched it. I don't remember. It was so long ago. I remember having a hard time because there's a part where they're in a cave and like a big spider was coming down and I'm so afraid of spiders. Like <laughs> I sunk down into my seat like almost screaming. In Disney World, the uh, when they shot puffs of air on the back of your leg to make it feel like rats, didn't care for that. <laughs> I don't, I don't do small furry creatures. It was just too much. It was why you hang out with me? Life. There's like little bumps that come out from mm-hmm. under the. Then why you hang out with me? <laughs> and say just your pal Rizzo. Yeah, and all of his, all of his buddies. Yeah, all of his buddies with their little tiny claw hands and their <laughs> weird tails. Nah. <laughs> So how do you feel about raccoons? Not a fan. Because they have like hands too. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Well, that's that's more for me growing up in the country and they'd get into like your garden and just be a general nuisance. One time one showed up in our front yard in the middle of the day and we were worried that it had rabies and the cops had to come shoot it. Oh, Aww. yeah. And they missed and they shot, shot the side house. of our house. Like, mm, don't, don't care for them. Remember when <laughs> nope, a raccoon nope, tried nope. to break into the house? Didn't we see it in the house? Yes. Once? Yeah, we were laying in bed and look out in the hallway, and this, this raccoon just looks back in at the us. Hallway. Oh, yeah. that is horrible. Uh, no, like, I, I would, I would move. There's, I would have to move. Yeah, because there's like a a cat used to found a way to go outside through the furnace room. There's like a I don't know what it was. I don't know. It's sealed up now. But raccoon was like banging on trying to open, it and apparently discovered there's food it could get to. Like I imagine, piled like, stuff in front of the door. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine like you guys like hearing like the fridge open in the middle of the night and you go check on it and there's a there's <laughs> raccoon making a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> no, I would I would have to I would have to burn the house down and move. <laughs> I would no, I would be done. That's no, nah, nah. Uh, well, that was a tangent. Yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. So positive story. So child's play. <laughs> sure. The charity, right? 
<laughs> the remake of the, the, the horror film of Killer Doll has found its voice for Chucky. And it's not the original Chucky, which a lot of fans are really angry about. Yeah, it, yeah. well, it kind of stinks that they're doing this reboot when they still make those movies. The old, yeah, they, yeah. they just did a uh, one uh, not too long yeah, ago, didn't like, they? It was just like last year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. It was supposedly pretty good. Mm-hmm. I know the last one I remember was the Cult of Chucky or something like that. But I don't uh, know. It keeps Jennifer Tilly in her poker cash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, who's voicing the new? Chucky the doll. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with, but oh. the joke's on us. Oh, God. I'll quit skipping around it. Oh, yeah. American Graffiti. <laughs> Wait, no, is he in that movie? No. No. No, that's Harrison uh, Ford. That's Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. No, we're talking about Mark Hamill. Yeah. You know, Luke Skywalker, the Joker, every other cartoon character you've ever thought of yeah. just kind of randomly pops up in the background. <laughs> Great. I mean, it's a Great. It's a, I don't. I don't really like the idea of this movie, but it makes me well, at least a little more interested in it. Yeah, yeah. I. I mean, I still probably won't see it because I'm. <laughs> I'm not really that whatever, attached to it. But it's great that Mark Hamill's doing it. He's a great voice actor. Oh yeah, he's a fantastic voice actor. Yeah, surprisingly. Now, do you suppose he's going to like affect like a small child voice, or is he going to do something similar to like his jo- like a, kind of pitch up his Joker voice a little bit? I don't know. Like Chucky never really had a kid's voice. No, that's true. I guess yeah. he didn't. But I, but then again, but this also is a totally any of different kind of thing. But any yeah. of Mark Hamill's voices are never like a gruff voice. They all kind of sound very similar. Like they all kind of Skips, kinda, is, pretty Skips is pretty gruff. Ish ish. I guess. I mean, he does go a little deeper on it. It is. It is very gruff. <laughs> I would. That's the first word I would use to describe Skips's voice. Honestly. <laughs> I know. I always hear like the... he's like a Harvey Firestein like impression. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's that. That was yeah. That's what he sounds like to me in my head. But a lot of other characters he does just kind of sounds like his Joker. <laughs> well, you know, you you get one really good voice and you stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a heck, Tara Strong could have probably done it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted, she does want Chucky to sound like Timmy Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a 10-year-old murderer. I still don't understand why she gets to be both Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. <laughs> Just that talented. Yeah. Why does why does Billy West get to be like 80% of the Futurama cast? <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is just his regular voice. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this is really good casting. I'm kind of into it. Yeah. yeah. They also released a trailer for Child's Play. Oh, they did. I didn't oh, see I did the see trailer. That. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to it. Does he talk? No, you actually don't really, you barely see him. Oh, oh, so like, it's like a teaser, like yeah. a proof of concept kind of thing. Yeah, like you see the, like the red hair, and then you see like a little child hand with a knife. Oh, but also there was another kind of um, viral just... marketing thing okay. where the company that makes him did like a infomercial about the uh, toy or something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. From the CEO of the company. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, they're taking it more of like a almost a small soldier's kind of route a little bit. Like, yeah. The, there's, no, there's no ghost of a murderer inside the, the doll. It's like a... It's a murderous AI. Which, where's yeah. the fun in that? Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Annabelle crossover. <laughs> Chucky versus Annabelle, Battle of the Dolls. Aren't they making Haunted a new dolls. one of that? Yeah, they are making a new Annabelle movie also. Of course. We're going to have to watch it. Yeah. 
Oh man, what if they do a puppet master to go along with it? Yeah. Oh man, it'd be kind of dope. But uh, <laughs> get Greg Sestero in it. Yeah, because he's in the retro puppet. He master. is in retro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember back when Freddy vs. Jason came out. One of the one of the movies they had talked about doing was a Chucky versus the Leprechaun film. <laughs> I like oh. Annabelle better though. I like Chucky versus Annabelle. Yeah, we don't need well because if they were to do another Leprechaun movie, it would continue to be Hornswoggle the. He's only in the one. The though. wrestler. But he's the most recent one. Yeah. And is they he? would they would continue. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought, he was I, the... I could have sworn they did another one with, with uh, Warwick, Warwick Davis. Davis. No, no. You're thinking of Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> there was a Leprechaun back to the hood. Back to the hood. That's there was I also meant. Leprechaun yeah. 6 in space. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there are like... The Leprechaun movies really went off the rails there near the end. <laughs> I mean, they were never really on the rails to begin yeah. with. But I they really like. Really I really of... like the first one. Jason went yeah. to space. Why can't the Leprechaun? Yeah, why not? Sure. I mean, didn't Jaws go to space? How I, can you... I mean, no. If if it did, I would watch it. <laughs> space sharks? Are you uh, kidding yeah, me? I'm just trying to comprehend how you would even do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, an Ghost ending. Ghost shark. Of Ghost Shark, yeah, that's the movie. <laughs> Shows up for the slip and slide. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Shark can appear anywhere there's water. I, oh, facts. I remember that. I remember that terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jaws goes to Jaws goes to hell. <laughs> yeah. We should probably put some of those Leprechaun movies on our Halloween oh, movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but why when you can watch them for St. Patrick's Day? Oh, we should have. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah. It's too late now. All right. Well, hey, I think we're out of time, so we'll oh, go ahead and wrap man. things up. Yeah, we, we made it. <laughs> Who knew? We made it. Anyway, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on social media at Nerd Overload Now, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. Barry B. Benson. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> His name was Barry B. Benson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. okay, you can email us your B-movie sequel ideas at staff at nerdoverload.com You can subscribe to our YouTube channel that has content Nerd Overload TV is what it's called Yeah, yep, that's right We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher just about anywhere else you can find a podcast you can find this show We sell t-shirts bit.ly backslash T. Or you can go to the Nerd Overload page and hit store. It's right that's over the, there. That's the easier it's way. It's the easier way to do it, honestly. And uh, yeah, I think that pretty well wraps everything up. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Peace out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes.